day just keeps getting better and better. Yeah, 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 yeah. group hug. Wow! Something's wrong with this thing. It keeps jamming. Let's do this. What's next for Gears of War? Hello, Gears and Gaming fans, and welcome to the Gears Intel podcast once again. Summer is underway, and we're coming off the back of games showcase season, which brought us many exciting video games to see. Uh, but unfortunately, no trailers, no reveals, and no images, no news, nothing for Gears of War. Uh, but there's going to be plenty to talk about today. Um, in this showcase, post-showcase analysis and what's next for Gears of War chat. And as always, joining me today are my fellow Gears Intel panellists. First, he's recently been living a life of crime and debauchery in Liberty City, jacking vehicles, robbing gangs and leading the local police force on high-speed chases. Not too dissimilar from an average day in Aberdeenshire, really. It's David <coughs> Smiley. Hello, David. Well, I was actually going to say it's lucky you said Liberty City because otherwise you would have just been describing like a Tuesday for Alex. That's what he spends his life <laughs> Alex. Yeah. Hey, nobody in Saffron Walden has ever stabbed somebody through the eye with a butter knife, pal. Oh, there's still time. What was that, that, what was that place? The tilted wig. <laughs> what was that place we were talking about earlier this week, though? I bet you some debauchery goes on down there. It's like... Steeple Bumpstead? Steeple, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that probably that's just, place. that'll probably just be like the fishwife you know, bunking off with the vicar or something. You could There's probably... Nothing. Some of my Scottish friends, whenever we make a trip south of the wall, our fam- our, our, one of our favourite things to do is point at English town names and say, ha ha ha, that's very English. And that is... Steeple Bumpstead is, <laughs> is really, really up there. Yeah. Biggles Wade's another one. Biggles Wade, mention. that is a good... That's a strong one. Living in uh, yeah. Dorset, obviously, like all of our villages and stuff are very lord of the rings and lord of the rings names and shire like more peth is probably the big the most lord of the rings sounding place i can think <coughs> of off the top of my head but that's opposite end of the country right i i live very close to shitterton which is a village just down the road from sorry me. i live very shitterton. very close to shitterton which was famous because obviously for its name and everyone kept stealing the village sign so they had to replace the village sign with basically a giant boulder that had the the name carved into it so nobody could nick it um but yeah <laughs> um yeah look at, you look it up on google maps so okay while we're on place names sorry do you have an intro to i Alex do yeah you Let, do you've heard me? you have heard him already also with us uh the video game hall of fame hosting 2005 video game draft losing banjo kazooie blowing human gaming encyclopedia it's alex aldridge there he is <laughs> horrible day to you all <laughs> fucking english summers and all that Swell anyway, man. back to place names. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so the the Scottish version of this game is looking at place names that sound nothing like how they're written down. So here's one for you. There's a place near me that is spelled F I N Z E A N. Can you get tell me how that is pronounced I will in say the old English tongue? Finzen. I'll say Finshane. Finshane. Fingin. <laughs> Not even close. <laughs> and then there's another one, um, S-A-U-S-H-E-N. S-A-U-S-H-E-N? Yep. Sousen. I'll say Socken. So it's got two names. Socken's one, and the other one is Strawn. Nailed it. Stra- <laughs> which isn't even slightly slim- similar. Not even, not even <laughs> close. 
<laughs> that's my that's my Scottish blood for you, mate. I got that one. That is. That. You do that's actually it. have Scottish blood, though, don't you? I, I have lots of awesome blood. Lots Apparently, of blood. I'm actually eligible to uh, get an Italian citizenship, so I'm going to oh, do that. Get, get on it. What are you yeah. waiting for? I can get myself back in the EU, bruh. Yeah, Apparently right. Apparently, it's going to take four years. But... Flee this sinking ship. Yeah, it's a, but then you'll flee a sinking ship on air. Well, and a float ship, but one that is very, very hot. So may well, not be your true. best life choice. I do. I, mean? I could also. I guess I could get an Irish one as well. So my mat. Uh, I'd be keen for an Irish one. My um, my nan's mum. So my great grandma was apparently half Irish, half Italian. So my nan. Good combo. Was quarter Italian, quarter Irish, half Scottish. I think. So yeah. So I'm definitely going to get an Italian passport. Hey! That's, I don't know if that's Italian or not. I'm working on it. Close enough. <laughs> Once I get the passport, it'll just come naturally. But until then, I'm just going to have to practice. So my only non-Scottish blood is from Kent. My granddad's from Kent. So that's kind of down your neck of the woods, right? So yeah. Kind of. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I used to work with yeah. a guy who lived in Kent, and I don't know why I worked with him, because he's fucking miles away from here. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, my uh, my mum often jokes I've got Mediterranean blood in me, but she says that just to wind my dad up, I think, because they used to go on holiday, <laughs> like the Canary Islands, yeah. quite a bit, quite a bit. Or because she used to go to salsa dances without him. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> tennis lessons. <laughs> um, tennis lessons. <laughs> so, yes, um, place names, blood, and everything all put aside. We're back again. There is mm. going to be some Xbox and Gears of War talk today. Uh, we're going to start with some gameplay talk, though. David, I alluded to it in the intro. But video game wise, what are you playing at the moment? Let's have some gameplay talk, David. Start with you. I've been wanting to play GTA 4 for ages, so I thought, screw it. We're playing Banjo Kazooie for the Resurrected Ruinerji podcast, which means it's not a very long game, so I have some time to play a game of David's choice. So I've been bashing through some GTA 4, which has been a lovely little walk down memory lane. That is a that is still a fun game. Controls wise, it's quite old. Some of the mission structures quite outdated feeling i would say but for the most part it is a fun old experience and i was saying to alex before on a maybe on a previous podcast maybe just in conversation <clears throat> cannot remember it all bleeds into one but the the story is okay i'd say it's absolutely fine it's good enough to sort of propel you through the game but what's actually fun is the characters it's just fun watching the characters interact with each other um so that's been my standout I um from GTA 4. I remember because it was the first one that had online and it was like revolutionary that you could play mm. GTA mm. online yeah. and my main memory is just with my buddy Ryan just setting up like one of us flying in a helicopter while the other one would drive a car up a ramp to try and smash into the helicopter and stuff. None of the like, <laughs> you know, playing your own version of Burnout. Basically, yeah, yeah, and like recreating movie stunts, which is, you know, completely different to what GTA online is now, which I've never like got into like i just can't no. it, it never sat right with me and i could couldn't get into it so but gta 4 online yeah hours of fun in that one um yeah i remember we did some um central park rocket launchers only games oh, nice. absolutely ludicrous i um yeah alex before we get to you what have i been playing i've been playing diablo 4 david and i chatted about this a bit on the pre-show um <coughs> excuse me never played a diablo game before i played a little bit of three but this is my first proper time playing a diablo game and it's completely hooked me it's perfect for just 
kind of zoning out in the evening and just gr- what are you playing it on so what am i playing on my series x so yeah. yeah yeah okay just kind of and i was saying to david like it's something you could you can you can just have a podcast on while you're playing it mm. and just like smash through a dungeon and imagine. stuff like that the story is really good the production value is really good um and the story was not something i thought would be like a high point of the this game because they d- generally aren't with these types of games but wouldn't have thought there was much of a story at all to be honest yeah so um but good old Rod, Rod Ferguson, ex-Gears of War guy, is over there now running Diablo. And he's clearly doing a good job because I think the game has done very well. It's selling very well and got lots of praise. Um, I've also been playing, it was my birthday last Thursday. And as a gift from my lovely wife, I got Sonic Origins Plus. Um, now, I didn't get it when it came out last year because I was waiting for the physical version. Then, when mm-hmm. I went to buy the physical version, I had the horrible realization that my disk drive on my series x is broken and so i can't buy this digital versions i I, forgot that yeah Yeah. so i had to buy the digital version and what i think i'm probably going to do at some point is buy the physical for the switch because i have sonic mania on the switch as well which is a nice physical version but yeah i couldn't yeah i wanted to get it on the series x so i did get it digital and i've been smashing through that um my kid loves it as well that which is another reason i bought it because he it's just one of those things that I'm like passing down to him and he loves Sonic now and we're, you know, you can play it two player and you do the, the versus mode on Sonic two and stuff like that. So yeah, I've been smashing you that. You really have set him up for a, for a bad time. If he, if he delves deep into Sonic, yeah. he's, he's going to be cursing you for that. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's, he's going to get to. Why couldn't point. you have played Mario with me, dad? <laughs> You've cursed your child. Um, so, and like Diablo just takes up most of my, what little free gaming time I have. So it's mainly that, but yeah, Sonic Origins Plus, um, and then next week I'm waiting for AEW Fight Forever to come out, which I would definitely pick up. Um, Alex, what about you gameplay? What you been up to? <clears throat> well, I was going to, this is going to be the second thing I talk about, but I'll say it now because, uh, I went to a friend's house, um, a couple of weekends ago and we played hours and hours of the n64 wrestling games just to prepare ourselves because we've that de- we pre-ordered and pre-loaded fight forever yeah. uh weeks ago yeah so it's just been taunting us on our xbox home screens we are yeah. we want nothing more in our lives than AEW fight forever so we played wcw nwo revenge we played a bit of wrestlemania 2000 always battle royals yeah but no over the top rope eliminations so about 40 man battle royales pin only <laughs> Oh god! So, <laughs> so is it because they didn't like the technology over to get two them hours. over the rope? It's just they couldn't develop. They couldn't get that into the game. Oh no, we turned it off. Yeah. Oh, okay. It, <laughs> it was there. Yeah. We just didn't want to do that. Yeah. Fair. So, uh, and then it gets to the stage where you know you've been playing as Vince McMahon for about twenty minutes. You're like, can you just please just pin me? I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> yeah. He hasn't got any moves. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That was so. That was good fun. But um, recently, like in the last couple of days, I've been playing. And I now can move on to the main part because me and my friend, same guy, have just gone halves on it. Uh, Final Fantasy 16 demo. Oh, yes. What a demo that is, by the way. Um, Am I going to have to pay attention to this? Hmm. I've been quite happy ignoring this game, but my friends have started talking about it and I keep hearing about this game and how good it is. I'm hearing um, mixed things, well, I think, to be fair. Yeah, so I heard... Really good thing. Like, I saw all the reviews are absolutely crazy for it. Mm. And I did hear that it's basically like Final Fantasy, but it's a, a 
it's an actual action RPG. So it's, I think the combat in it was was headed up by one of the guys from Devil May Cry Five. Right. So um, that's what I've heard is the actual RPG part of the game is quite minimal, not great. Yeah. But as as a yeah. game, it's just fun to play. Yeah. Which I think no, is I'm going to keep ignoring it. it. I can't do it. I, can't <laughs> I was, gonna, I was just about it. to say, no. it's probably the Final Fantasy game you would like the most because it is just like a an action RPG, Bayonetta, Devil May Cry with basically like a Game of Thrones style story. The, the demo, definitely try the demo out. It's like the first two hours of the game and I was so gripped by the story. That You're I'm, trying to make me not play Yakuza. If there's a Japanese game that I'm going to fall down a hole <laughs> with. Yeah, good point. Good point. It's never going to be as good as that. But yeah, I was really pleasantly surprised. I did watch Skill Up's review, expecting him to completely gush over it, but he hates it. Um, so I oh, does he? Briefly, sort of took a step back, and then my friend texted me this morning saying, oh, "I just want to buy Final Fantasy 16 now. Do you want to send me half the money?" And we'll, we'll do it. I was <laughs> you like, were yeah, standing on the edge of the cliff, managed to pull yourself back, and then you were just <laughs> your friend just came along behind you and drop kicked you off the off the <laughs> cliff again, just as you yeah. almost saved yourself. Yeah, but I think I'm going to really enjoy it because. People don't like it because it's like a Final Fantasy. It's not like a Final Fantasy game. Yeah, that's what. Then the only one I've ever played is seven. Um, I started trying to play eight and found that really boring and convoluted. So if this is just going to play like Devil May Cry, but with a Game of Thrones narrative yeah. and it's going to be quite linear, I'm fine with that because I think the combat in it's really good and the story seems really good. One, I was watching a video and one thing that made me made me laugh um, is someone it went to a QTE. And he oh, those QTEs are a joke. Hmm. The QTE, he pressed the button and it, it did like that Japanese game, like shing noise as he like swung at the, this dragon. And then underneath it came up like cinematic strike. You know, <laughs> yeah. <what is> that? <laughs> and you get about 10 seconds to press the button as well. And it's always the same button every time. <laughs> I don't know why they bothered putting that in there. That's really stupid. But it's nice to hear some all English acting in it as well. They're set in medieval style England or whatever. Okay. And it's English people. Yeah. So it's nice to hear that. I think it's going to be quite dry in terms of the you know the dialogue and stuff. Yeah. I found the dialogue pretty good, but I've heard that it's not very you know lighthearted or fun at any point. It's just relentless, like epic medieval dragon shit. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to give that a go. Good, good. Hope it's good. Right, and I hope AEW Fight Forever doesn't let you down. Oh no, it looks it won't. It looks great, and uh, like all the previews that I've seen of people say, say, it's just a blast, and you know, it's like a fun wrestling game, which I've been desperately in yeah. kind of need of. Um, exactly, we're having a sleepover. This, uh, well, I say sleepover, but the the guy that I'm gonna, the same guy Ash that I've been talking about this whole time, he lives like round the corner from my parents, so I'm gonna sleep in my parents' house. Yeah. We're going to pretend. <laughs> so three of us are going to all hang out. The three people that are going to AEW all in together. We're going to have a like an old school sleep overnight and just play AEW all night long. Perfect. Just cannot wait. We don't. Yeah. Even, it's the first wrestling game in ages where you don't have to go on to like the community creations and download loads of oh stuff. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. I don't have. Yeah. I don't have to go download MJF anymore. He's already yeah. in the game. The worst Brilliant. thing about that is the the menu is so fucking slow and like loading between mm -hmm. things and searching stuff. So it was like it would take you an hour to just get like a few things that you wanted. So. Yeah. Do you remember they only let you do 20 in a day as yeah, well? Yeah, yeah. You can only download 20 wrestlers in 24 what hours. What is that about? What? Yeah, makes no sense. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Right, anyway, let's move on. Uh, we do have, I, I said at the start, no Gears of War news. That was kind of a lie. There is some Gears of War news. Over to David in the cog hole, which we still don't have a theme for yet. I'm sorry. Um, David, take it away. 
I'm already down the cog hole, so feel free to jump he in was, with me. He was Sorry, born to in shout it. Out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, since it's so hot, it's, it's nice and cool down in the cog hole. It's just a bit True. damp and uh. smelly as well. <laughs> the, right, Kelsey, you're going to have to keep me right with this. I'm going to try and I'm going to dive in because as we were discussing before we started recording this podcast, I don't think I understand what this new story is, but we'll try. Yeah. Essentially, <laughs> uh, players and fans of the Gears of War 3 in Judgment, the Gears of War, Gears of War 3 in Judgment, 3 in Judgment. have noticed that servers, servers have started seeing activity um, that suggests that they've reverted to their original up states so things like achievements that had either gone away or changed have gone back to their orig- how they were originally um, and XP rates and stuff have reverted to their old broadly preferred styles is that correct? Things like that um, VIP passes and things have come online playlists that were previous offline have come online as well and this seems to have stealth launched or been stealth done um, without any sort of formal announcement from Microsoft or the people in charge of the Gears franchise. Yeah. Is that broadly correct? That's basically the gist. So Ace McLeod, who is the person who... <laughs> what a name. Fa- yeah, found this and uh, tweeted about it. So Ace McLeod is a, a mod, I think, on the Gears of War Discord. Um, and yeah, essentially... So I think we had this issue when we did our Gears Judgment episode. There was some was stuff say, that we yeah. couldn't play. And it's because a certain server that involved DLC, I guess, had just been switched off. And now it appears that that's been switched back on. And I said to David before we started that the reason I think this is interesting is because for Gears of War 3 and for Judgment, so this tells me that when I see this kind of housekeeping being done, I take it as a good sign. I take it as... It's not an accident that this has happened. You know, someone has made a decision True. to bring this back online uh, and get these... See, I think the stealth launching of it is to test and see if anyone gives a shit. And apparently people do. So I imagine it's their sort of way because obviously there was no... They know that people want this collection and this. they want... People love playing the old multiplayer. They still play it but there was things missing. So there's no collection announced at the showcase. And they thought, well, maybe let's look at the old games. Is there anything we can do to clean them up, tidy them up? Is there anything missing? And they thought, oh, you know, stuff that just co- basically costs is minimal effort to them. So they've gone and switched them back on, given you access to achievements. And I think essentially it was some DLC map packs that you couldn't get to. And certain game modes were tied to those map packs. So that's why you couldn't play them. So it's kind of confusing, but it basically just gave you access to content that wasn't there for a while. Um... You know, this stuff that always dies off with games when things get switched off and legacy content just disappears. So to me, I took this as a good thing because it says someone at the coalition and at the studios and at Microsoft is doing things, you know, is doing maintenance to Gears of War uh, rather than just letting it rot and die. You know, some games out there beg for this kind of just minimal tweaking to servers and things switched on and it never gets done. So... Yeah, it's a small bit of news, but I just think it's positive and it tells me that in the background stuff's happening and there's people there that care about this stuff and they see and they monitor, you know, what I guess the fan base thinks about it. And yeah, very positive mm. reaction from the fan base. People are very happy that this stuff um, is back. Alex, I don't know if you had any thoughts on this sort of thing. Yeah, you're right. It seems like an absolute free hit, right? It yeah. costs them very little time and effort to do it and it's always going to go down well if you bring things back to how they worked when people were excited by them. 
I guess you we're all kind of hoping it's some sort of primer for this mm-hmm. collection. Mm-hmm. Um, and if that is why they did it without any announcement, because the announcement is going to sort of be for the collection and then the collection is going to work as it should do. Mm. And they fix this problem and nipped it in the bud before they start making a big deal out of everything. That would be lovely. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess we will see. Because we have not seen thus far. No, we have not seen. Uh, which kind of brings us to the main talking points of today's show. So, yeah, it was showcase season. Um, there was a distinct lack of Gears of War, um, which we'll sort of focus on that in a minute. But first, showcase-wise, uh, Alex, was there anything you saw across, I mean, any of those showcases that caught your eye? Uh, any other games that are coming in the future that got you excited? I've got quite a big list here, so I guess if you if anybody agrees with it, then yeah, then, yeah jump on in. Um, I was really pleasantly surprised by that Prince of Persia the lot yes. around. It's another thing yes. we said before you joined the call, like, you know, Ubisoft being Ubisoft, and then they had a really strong showing of games, including that Prince of Persia, which looks banging. Yeah, it's made by the guys who did the Rayman Legends and Origins, which I didn't realise till later on, so that makes oh. it even more exciting yep. to me. I, uh, I don't know how well it's going to do. I don't know if that's what people want. Yeah, and then no. people may potentially be upset that they're not just bringing out... Because uh, they, they announced the um, the remaster of Sands of Time ages, years ago. Yep. We've heard absolutely nothing, including at their showcase this time. But this was a really nice surprise because we love a Metroidvania over at uh, the other podcast. The winner is you. I love them. This looks like it's got some really cool time manipulation stuff going on in it as well. And what's so I think it's going to be a real blast. Yeah, and it should be cheap and quick yeah, to finish. Yeah. So. And it's funny because Love this it. is like this is like OG Prince of Persia. I think there's some people that never experienced that like original you know, it's like one of the first video games I ever played, the original Prince of Persia. Yeah. Um, and it will feel like it as well. But if if you play it now, it probably feels like the first video game ever made. Yeah. <laughs> so old and clunky. Yeah. So yeah, it's just cool to see them going back to that sort of style but yeah so i completely agree i'm i'm very excited for that it's no surprise whatsoever that both the like a dragon games are of extreme importance to me mm-hmm. unfortunately gaiden or gaiden i guess it's going to be uh i can't really play that because i haven't played all the original six yet i'm only up to four and it's supposed to be a bridge between six and then seven where this new protagonist ichiban came in and it went turn-based RPG, yeah. which is what will carry on in Infinite Wealth, which is effectively Yakuza 8. So I was, I really liked that trailer for Infinite Wealth as well, where he's just naked yeah. in Hawaii. Super. Just <laughs> even without the head guy who you know who was at the uh, the head of the studio for a, a long, long time recently left. We um, even without him there, you know, they've not lost their way. Yeah, we did, we did a, a first aid spray thing, and I said that that trailer. I think that generated a lot it did a lot for yakuza you know more than anything else for yakuza in the past couple of years it was just something about that trailer that got people talking and it was funny mm-hmm. and sort of kind of caught people off guard so yeah uh very excited about that yeah uh, what about um i mean speaking of first aid spray did you, i guess you guys must have talked about capcom quite a lot on there what do you everybody think about uh dragon's dogma 2 because i'm i'm hyped for that yeah the first game is really good but probably not that great to play anymore but the second game if they've tidied that up should be fantastic i think the fact they're bringing you know capcom we did we did talk about it i mean that showcase that they did it was 
crap overall generally the capcom was terrible show, yeah, yeah, yeah it wasn't needed um but dragon's dogma 2 like capcom have been on a bit of a roll with their games like in recent years and the fact they're bringing that back as well it's just all a good thing that capcom are one of the strongest stu- it's weird calling them an independent studio yeah third party publishers yeah they're yeah. the you know, it's, you struggle to think of somebody bigger. Like they're 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 out there in a league of their own, so they do really good stuff. Um, uh, yeah, and they showed no Resident Evil like DLC or anything, which is a bit disappointing. But you know, yeah. Um, what else was I going to say? Yeah, that was that was a massive letdown. That whole thing. The um, they they'd given away their trailers for most of the stuff they already. Did. It was all they, just repeating stuff. They did. Both the Yakuza trailers were the same thing again. And the new um, IP uh, that everyone thought was Onimusha at first, but then it wasn't. You know, that debuted at the Xbox showcase. Oh, yeah, that would have been so great. Um, I still don't really know what that is. Like a floaty, scarf-waving painting Yeah, no, I'm not sure. game. I don't know. I'm not sure. But it was interesting that to, to just see at the Xbox showcase the amount of Japanese kind of stuff on show which we know for a long time that Xbox yeah. has been struggling to sort of make headway in that market. And clearly now they're making great progress. And so that I thought that was nice to see. And that was a good thing for Xbox. Um, mm-hmm. But in terms of other things, I mean, you probably got some more. Feel free to carry on. But I mean, I I, will. I was um, very excited about Sonic Superstars, the Shredder's Revenge DLC as well. Uh, Starfield, I mm-hmm. thought, was in a league of its own in terms of games well, that we, that was shown. I just think, prompted you to start a podcast about it. Yeah. Right? So. so my buddy Eric was just like, "Oh, I'm doing a podcast," and I just sort of said, "Yeah, good luck with that." And then uh, I sort of thought more and more. I was like, "Ah, oh, what am I doing? My kid and I'm going to be on that as well." So he <laughs> <laughs> he is very much taking the lead on that show, and I'm sort of recording my segments and submitting them to him because yeah, that got me very excited you what you know i can't think of many games showcases that looked better than that you know from across the years it's up there with the best it answered all my questions about the game um you know i'm a bethesda fanboy and love fallout and all that kind of stuff so it's right up my street um but yeah it's funny because i'm excited about starfield but then sonic superstars and the dlc for shredder's revenge which are two games again when i saw those trailers i was like I'm really excited about these franchises. You know, I always get excited about Sonic, you know, despite the ups and downs. Um, but yeah. again, my kid loves Sonic and my kid absolutely loves uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Shredder's Revenge is like his favorite awesome. game. So I showed him the trailer. I was like, look, new characters. And he just, it blows his mind. So that helps me. It gets me more excited about stuff that I otherwise may not have been as excited about. Yeah. So yeah that's what i took away from it but sorry i know you were going through some games what else was getting you excited well we can talk about sonic for a little bit Mm, if you want because you know they did they did this type of game albeit terribly with sonic 4 so it's it's kind of like mario we can talk about that as well mario wonder that and the new sonic game they both look like they're probably going to be fun Mm. and i'm probably going to buy both of them but are they what either of the franchises need? I'd say it's probably what Sonic needs, maybe more than Mario. Yes. Yeah. Sonic, I was slightly disappointed to see that it wasn't Christian Whitehead's guys doing another, basically Sonic Mania 2. Yeah. I probably would have preferred that. Yep. Although they do look like they've added some new mechanics and they've got some ideas that have been brewing in there that, you know, swimming up the waterfalls and running on the walls and stuff. So hopefully they do a better job with it now than they did before. Mario Wonder. 2D Mario's needed a massive overhaul for 
probably more than a decade at this point yeah. because the new Super Mario Brothers games are all like I'm going to steal a quote from a different podcast here, but they're all basically like seven out of tens, yeah. and that should never happen to a mainline Mario game. Yeah. That just should not be the case. So that game, adding in a bit of you know quirky stuff, slightly different graphical style, but not anywhere near enough. Like I really would love them to do the Rayman Origins Legends route of just something really stylized and cartoony, rather than this sort of really bland looking. 2.5 the problem with the new super mario brothers games to me is like if you look at the older better 2d mario games is there's a flow to them and yes. I, I find that the new super mario brothers games are they almost run at like three quarters speed it feels like when i'm playing them like mario just isn't quite responsive enough he's not quite snappy enough he's not in in the screen doesn't move quickly enough and i think that's probably because they've added the co-op element to it and if you had the speed probably. of like super mario world to it it would probably be quite unwieldy to play in co-op but um yeah i just th- there's just something ever so slightly off about these ones and it based purely on one <clears throat> trailer i'm not sure that i've seen enough in that trailer to suggest that they're going to fix that issue and it's going to continue so you're right it's probably going to be absolutely fine but there's no, there's no, there's nothing on this. There's, there should never be a fine Mario game. No. It should all be fantastic. Mm. I do, I'm not jiving with that art style either. I was listening to the Video Games Chronicle podcast, and they were saying how it looks nice and fresh. It looks sickly sweet. I can almost feel like my teeth, my teeth rotting mm. just watching the the trailer. Like it's it's not it's not for me, unfortunately, which I'm really sad about because I was saying I think it was you. you I said to before Alex is. I I have got a vague memory of really loving it when they re sort of rebooted the the two D Mario games, and I was really having a great time with them. And then I got New Super Mario Brothers on Switch about a year ago, probably, and I was replaying. It. I was like, actually, I don't know what's happened, but I'm not enjoying this. And yeah, I think this looks like it's going to continue that, unfortunately. But I want to be wrong. I really want to be wrong. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah, that was the worst one of all. It. That that Wii U one. That's where it really just became just cranking out stuff that mm-hmm. seemed really low effort there was nothing original about any of it anymore they were just they knew that they knew they were going to sell tons maybe not on the wii u that was probably a bit of a bit of an oversight there but the, the certainly the ds ones i know they sold crazy numbers which is probably why they carried on doing it as they did and the wii one probably sold crazy numbers as well mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure it sold more than galaxy which is bizarre we um and i worry that the adding of co-op in there which is what they're doing to sonic will have the same effect that you've just mentioned ruined or at least hampered some of these 2D Mario ones in the last few years. Yeah, it's def- that's definitely the... I mean, it, it could be a sticking point, but as I say, in terms of me playing it... Like, it, I would approach the game differently with playing it with my son, where, like, it mm. is just kind of messing yeah. about and having fun, and he will absolutely love it if we're both on the screen at the same time and doing stuff. Um, I think... You know, like you said, Alex, I would have loved a Sonic Mania 2. I think this is the closest we're going to get to that. I don't think it will be the. I don't think it will be as bad as. Uh, I don't think it'll be anywhere near as bad as what four was. You know, four was just like, no, no, four no, was no, broken <laughs> um, in lots of ways. <clears throat> yeah, um, amazing final boss fight though. I will say, um, but yeah, so I am. I am excited, but again, I agree with the Mario stuff. When that trailer came up, I was because I actually saw people going nuts about it before. 
I saw the trailer because I watched the direct Nintendo Direct after. Oh, okay. I was like, oh, people are going mad about this Elephant Mario and stuff. I was like, oh, what's this? What's this? Yeah. And then I I watched the trailer and I was like, is that it? I was if it felt a little. Yeah, I kept expecting it to do something. Like I saw people going wild about it. It I was like, I'm going to see what a bit lifeless to me. I thought. Um, Yeah. But yeah, I really do not like this trend of box art covers that look like. PNGs as well with half of the artwork missing. Do you know what I'm talking about? Where Nintendo do this with their Mario games. 3D Land did it as well, where it's like it's half like a piece of artwork and then it's just got the grey and white squares. Like it just mm. it's just a stupid thing to get hung up on 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 I know. <laughs> but I saw it again. I was like, why are they doing this? They're still doing this. But um yeah, uh sorry. Any anything else? Uh, David, did you have anything else that caught your eye at the showcases overall? Oh, hang on. Th- we should probably talk about Witchfire, right? Because that is people can fly. Well, it's developed by the astronauts, which is three of the guys who started People Can Fly and then left when they got bought out by Epic. Right, okay. I didn't know that. So I guess that's slightly Gears mm. adjacent. Yeah. I suppose <laughs> it, it we is. weren't going to touch on that. Yeah. Witchfire is one that I'm tentatively excited about, but... Does everybody know the game I'm talking about? Yeah, I would I, I put myself in the in the tentative excitement i think there's enough in that gameplay to look interesting not enough for me to say i'm completely sold on it oh yeah it yeah, looked yeah, a bit yeah. empty didn't it it looked very like doom 2016 mm. style of it's just going to be enemy encounters and nothing it looks quite else. frantic and yeah i like i like the look of the art style um if yeah. it looks like that by the time it comes to launch it's got a really quite effective it, it's really up my street that way it looks and like you're saying yeah the boss fights looked quite frantic in a way i'm quite on board with um mm. i just don't know if I've, I've i'm just not feeling i've had enough of a taste of it but you're right there's a bit of doom yeah. about it isn't it? it's like fantasy doom almost yeah yeah exactly david on our, our last um, episode with the predictions you said you wanted to see something for fable which we did get did you have any thoughts on the fable trailer i mean no <laughs> yes that's a lie that is that is a lie um i'm glad we finally saw something about it it means that it's ticking along at least i don't think i felt that we saw enough of it to be able to feel good or bad necessarily mm. about it um it it the trailer feels like a fable trailer like the sort of tone it's it's shooting for is like fable um i would have liked to have seen like a dog or something to really finish it off or maybe like a mm. fart in door or something like that you know, like a <laughs> locked door it's, yeah it's like the the sort of whimsy that fable is known for is certainly present there and the giant thing looked cool um enough for me to want to see more of it but i don't know that, it, that to open up a showcase that microsoft had said that it's they didn't say they didn't say it was going to be all gameplay did they say it was all going to be in engine yeah that felt yeah. like they they were pushing that to the, the to the absolute extremes to get away with that like it it that was a tone piece wasn't it and it, it i don't know how old's that the announcement five five four or five years yeah, now we've I, been waiting yeah and that's and what I, we've had i think the game's probably a couple of years out because everything got most yeah. things got launch windows or launch dates, but Fable didn't. So nothing. It's not. It didn't say twenty twenty four. So it's probably twenty twenty five earliest. Um, there was like little snippets. I've seen the developers talk about it and say, you know, everyone thinks this isn't. There's no gameplay in here, but there is. And if you watch it, you can see mm-hmm. some combat and stuff like that's maybe lacking a HUD. Yeah. So there's little looks at the gameplay, and it definitely, um, 
it looked interesting. I mean, I'm surprised they didn't announce a collection because in terms of other collections, there's a rumoured remastered collection of the original three games, which people thought was going to come out because I'd, I'm i holding off playing through all of them until that comes out. Um, That's something um, I tried to play the original Halo, Halo Fable recently and... It is sort of that's one that could do with a bit of touching up around the edges because yeah. controls wise it's it feels quite old it's quite clunky and it's not actually as fun anymore um so that's one that could maybe do if if they're wanting to try and get people interested in fable because that's the thing also is it's been so long now i think it's yeah. 2008 since we had a fable game so it's been so long since we've had a fable game that the people who are excited for the IP of Fable must be quite niche now. <laughs> like, yeah. it's all people our age that can remember the old ones, and like, they need to find a way to get people hyped about this franchise coming coming back. Because as it is, I'm not sure the fan they've, they've been gone so long now, and this IP has been quiet since the announcement for so long. I think um... that we need to see more about it, and we also need to make sure we need to feel good about it as well, because obviously Lionhead Studios doesn't exist anymore, so we need to know that. It's in the right hands. With Playground, yeah. I think you're, you're spot yeah. on. And I think I actually think they kind, they know that. And I think they co- sort of nailed it a little bit by getting uh, Richard Iowadi to be in it. Because it was like, let's start with this recognisable guy, this Definitely. comedian. And that's mm. going to make people sit up and take notice. And I think that helped them in a big way. I think if he wasn't part of that trailer, so it probably would have This is something <laughs> I'm, quite, I'm quite happy to defer to you guys on it. Richard Iwadi, how popular is he with the demographic that you need to be making aware of Fable? Because like, I'm aware of Fable, and I'm aware of Richard Iwadi from like the IT crowd and stuff like mm. that. But again, that's that's my age. That's not. I I, I very much doubt the younguns mm. are sitting watching Richard Iwadi. No, you're right, but I do think the, there's something about him that's just kind of weird and unique you know his voice sure. and his mannerisms i think he's definitely his his comedy he's definitely very good casting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. that's right alex exactly <laughs> really good casting with that so i think that helps them in a big way um and it crowd the british version is huge in america as well because i was listening to a i think oh, i listened okay. to a lot of other podcasts with their reviews of the showcases and stuff and loads of people like i was like are they going to know who this guy is no they they all know who he is it's it's big in america so yeah he is they tried a, to okay. bring it out over there didn't they they did a couple of pilots they did for, and an he american was in version it and it absolutely flopped he, yeah. he was in the american version <laughs> which is really he strange was. um but yeah right let's uh we i mean we could do like another hour on showcase but let's can i do two can i do two Sorry, quickly yes, yeah, before, we move, before we move yep. on as long as one um, of them is clockwork revolution that oh, wasn't going yeah. to be one, but yeah. that is maybe one we need to look at. Remnant is one that wasn't going to be yes! one, but I'm just, I just want to say the name and then we'll move on. And because we're doing a Gears podcast, I thought it's worth mentioning that Space Marine game that's coming yeah. out, the Warhammer it one, because look- that looks, in the, abs- <laughs> in the absence of a new Gears game, yeah. this is probably the best we're going to get yeah. in the near future. Yeah, and that's probably worth a look. It looks very good. Yeah. Um, and the other one is Alan Wake 2, is probably my takeaway from the, from the whole week of games. That game looks... It, legit it does and look awesome it's apparently there's yeah, going to be two two camp like you can play two games or two campaigns like so there's going to be two uh, you play as two different people yeah, I yeah. Think. and yeah. you can switch yeah you don't have to yeah you can sort of basically ignore one if you so choose yeah. um yeah it's anyway, coming to a winner as you later this year that's for sure yeah um it's funny you mentioned clockwork uh was it clockwork revolution um yeah. yeah, so so David and I sort of watched the showcase together. I mean, we were messaging over Discord. Um, and 
when that trailer came up, we're like, oh, a new Bioshock. And it's like, oh, this looks great. They've kept this quiet. And it's just like, it wasn't until the very end. It was like, oh, no, it's not Bioshock. But <laughs> that doesn't matter. I mean, it looks really, really good. And I think, uh, did that say that was coming out next? Did that have a release date? I think that might be next year as well. Or did it not? I can't remember. But I, I think I put this in my list of sort of tentative stuff because I've never played a game by In Exile, really. Yeah. What do they the do? Developer. They, they Wasteland make the, and stuff, um, don't they? Wasteland yeah. and the Bard's Tale. Yeah. So they they don't really seem to have much of an FPS pedigree. No. So not that's... in the genre. No, they make they make quite popular games, but not yeah, not in this genre. Yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. It was a surprise. A, it, a surprise. It's... Visually, showing. looked fantastic. Yeah, it it really really did. Yeah. Um, yeah. So overall, like yeah, there was loads of good stuff on show, as I said, but also no Gears of War. You know, I fell into sort of the hype uh you know train i got suckered in before the showcase where i actually i really believed there was going to be i didn't think we were going to see a trailer for gear six but i thought we were going to get an announcement i thought we were going to get a reveal for something be that a collection or a gear six and we got nothing Mm. so i was very surprised about that so in terms of gears of war i came out of it thinking what's next because my first thought was right no gears of war here does that mean we're waiting a another year for any kind of news Mm. because for xbox's showcase next year um obviously we have coming up we have the game awards what else i mean they could possibly do an announcement at the game awards so yeah i came away a little when's that that would be november december i guess end of the year so yeah, I came away feeling Potentially. a little bit deflated. Uh, I did do a, a poll on Twitter as well where I asked our followers, I said, what project do you think is going to arrive first? I said a new game, the Netflix movie, or the animated TV series. And a new game won with 44.2%. And I just, I wanted to put this out there because, yeah, that's the question. What's next? If the game, I think if the collection existed, I think it would have been announced I mean, I'm starting to come around to the idea that maybe it doesn't exist anymore. Um, I think Gears Mm. 6 is definitely being developed, but clearly it's a long way away. So, yeah, I don't know. Obviously, a lot of the fans think a new game is still coming before a movie and a TV series. But, yeah, Alex, no Gears of War at the showcase at all. Nothing. It's all very quiet. What do you think's next? Do you think this is a bad thing? Do you think they should have announced something if it's being developed or fine to just wait and see it would certainly have helped our content if they did right <laughs> yeah. we were all banking on that yeah. that's for sure yeah. i don't know if i'm now more upset about it i was definitely more conscious of thinking about it because of this podcast mm. than i would have been if we weren't on it anymore yeah um and then, i mean it felt it just felt like the they were trying to put some steam behind gears with all these announcements earlier in the year for the tv show and the animated uh, sorry yeah yeah the movie and the animated show and then it, it just felt like it was the right moment to to keep that hype train moving. Yep. If that's something they actually could show, they had anything tangible to actually put out there. I am with you where I'm not sure that they do have anything to show us anymore. Yeah. Which is a real shame. Yeah. Because the collection doesn't seem like it could have, you know, it would have taken too much development time to do. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It depends how much they put into it. But really just... They've put these, like we said earlier on, they've put these servers back on for three and judgment, which almost suggests that it's priming it for something bigger than what it already is. Mm-hmm. But 
we're going to have to wait to find out if there is anything there. So I was very disappointed in that. Yeah, yeah. I I came round to the idea of a collection, whereas I initially think it think it wasn't needed it didn't exist and then i got caught up i was like yeah no actually this would be the win it's an easy win for xbox do it even if the coalition uh, outsource it to somebody else do it and like you said coming off the back of all the announcements and the movie the card game little bits here and there just popping up why not card game yeah xbox with an already really strong so showcase just announce that it's coming i mean yeah so a show uh, a collection I'm now back to feeling like it doesn't exist. I think maybe they're just that server thing for Judgment and Gears 3. It's like, oh, what else can we do that's going to keep people happy instead? So I don't know. So I've kind of circled back around. And yeah, I think even if Gears 6 was... I'm happy to wait. Like, I don't rush the games. That's fine. But as far as I'm concerned, Mm. there's no harm in announcing officially that yeah it's being developed you know they announced other games with like little trailers and didn't give release dates and stuff i think we all kind of assume gear six is being developed so give us one shot just give a title card give a logo or something i was kind of stunned that there was nothing and maybe that's just me being an idiot i suppose and i got caught up in the hype but yeah david did you have any thoughts was this the right move do you think they should have announced something if it's being worked on or are they right to bide their time and yeah wait till possibly even next year to announce anything for gears i think if they had something they should have announced it um because now i'm sitting thinking do they have anything how far away is gear six yeah. um and I, i'm just i'm actually left a little bit confused about the whole f- series if i'm honest because they're announced when they announced the netflix series and stuff like that like i was like Okay, so they do have plans for Gears of War. It's not just going to go away and sort of rot away in a corner. Now they've sort of announced it, and obviously they're not they're not going to let it rot away in a corner. Don't get me no, wrong, I'm not saying that. But it just seems confused to me now that we're not getting... There's no games being discussed, and it's been a long time since we've had a game. They've announced the Netflix stuff, and then they've just sort of abandoned it to an extent. <clears throat> you know what I'm getting yeah. at. And they've just sort of not mentioned it for ages. And I'm just like, well why is the community being left in limbo like this like tell us what you're doing what are your plans like if you're if you if you're like right we've had to go away and rethink the game just tell yeah. us so that at least we know because at the moment getting fed nothing just let's just think that it's like do you even care anymore yeah <laughs> and that's kind of what it feels like a little bit and yeah i'm a bit disappointed to be honest yeah i j- you know I, I do my best like i in, I can be very cynical about stuff, but I try to remain like on the positive side. I think you know there's no harm in being positive and trying to get hyped up on stuff. But it was so surprising. Now I listened to Rod. So Rod Ferguson used to run, you know, head of the studio at Coalition. Now runs Diablo. He was on uh, an IGN podcast talking about Diablo, and they spoke about Gears of War a lot for a good twenty minutes of that podcast. And he said the reason he left the Coalition. As, so he, he'd come to a point in his career where he was base, basically putting out a game like almost every year, shipping a game like, you know, whether that's even like a mobile game, like they did Gears Pop and stuff, like he was counting that. And I think oh, yeah. they shipped like four Gears games in five years or something. Um, and they And he realized through the pandemic and everything, there was a point where it may and with the change into the next generation and moving to unreal 5 he was faced with this situation where in and this was in 2019 
he said it's going to be five years before the next Gears of War game comes out. And he was like, I don't want to wait five years. I'm going to go jump on board with Diablo. And I think they they then put out, you know, developed Diablo Immortal and Diablo 4 and all that. And so he left. He joined them. Pandemic happened. Obviously, everything got delayed by it. You could maybe add a two-year delay to everything. But he basically was implying that the change to Unreal 5 was a bigger task than people sort of realize and to to deliver what gears is at the level that people expect yeah was going to take years and years and years so yeah it's a long way away now that was 2019 we're 2023 now the pandemic delay you could think how much have they got done at all potentially nothing (laughs) i don't know i mean and this means that gears 6 is maybe another three years away so i sort of understand his reasons for leaving and all that and i have faith that the coalition are good with unreal and i'm happy to wait but yeah just kind of surprised even if it's two or three years away that we didn't get an announcement we've got it for other games and other franchises um i might make myself sound really stupid here but i don't actually know who the who is leading gears of war at the moment um let I don't know me. Either. I feel like while you look for that, I mean, I will point out that we obviously are now in a very different era when it comes to announcements from platform holders. It doesn't have to be just compressed into E3 season. There are Nintendo obviously are a very big proponent of just doing it whenever they've got a significant amount of things to announce. Sony have done it as well yeah. in the last few years, so it. You know, it's not completely the end of, you know, we're not totally cutting off any announcement for this year for Gears, as you say, the Game Awards is coming up, but there's nothing to stop Microsoft from doing something later on in the year. No. Maybe that's just me trying to be a bit... No, I think, I think you're spot on there. I guess the, the caveat I would chuck in with that is that looking around at other Microsoft IP is, it's there's a, whether fair or not, there's a feeling at the moment where that their ip is sort of languishing and, and struggling yeah. a little bit i mean look at the way halo's been struggling along at the moment like you're saying gears of war has been silent how long has fable been silent for um is hollow knight something to do with microsoft like yeah. where's that been for the last two years like both supporting and getting their games out the door redfall's another one like yeah they've struggled and they, they, these are also from franchises that are either out or have games coming um to not even have heard something about this yet is frustrating. Yes, it really, really is. I know they're recruiting. Like This was the thing late last year or early in the year. People noticed that there was job ads going up and stuff. So they're definitely crewing up. Um, Rod said that he also wrote the premise for the game before he left. But he's like, they probably binned that off now and are going a different route. Um, um, mm. But yeah, so I just to sort of yeah sum up on that. Yeah, just very very surprised because we hear about games years in advance and like you said alex maybe we'll get something later in the year i i think we i I hate sounding like spoil and like i'm not owed anything but i think we should i mean (laughs) are we really going to get nothing until next june i mean that just feels like yeah that would be that would be a real mistake yeah so yeah, um, so what is next? Yeah, pretend, lots of people think it's a new game, but at this rate, yeah, the movie might be along first. So yeah, we'll keep following the news and obviously bring it to you in the cog hole yeah. here on the podcast. Um, 
Now, there was some other... Most worryingly, Twisted Metal's just had a TV show come out that has no ties to any video game that's coming either. So, <laughs> True. unfortunately, there's precedent there for just people just churning out some shit TV for a video game. Is that game Samoa Joe? It is Samoa Joe, yeah. Playing Sweet Tooth, but not doing the voice. Uh, the voice is... No. Yeah, uh, done by another actor. Um, All right, the old Darth Vader treatment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's funny you mention that because it's the same with Fallout. Like, I was on the Fallout podcast making predictions saying, oh, I really think we're going to get a trailer for the Fallout TV show. And a lot of people um, were really annoyed that Sony showed a trailer for Gran Turismo at their games showcase. It's like, it's supposed to be about games, not the movies. But that Gran Turismo Fair. trailer had already come out. You know, people had already seen it. Whereas Fallout, mm. nobody has seen anything. We've seen like a single frame from the TV show. And I thought that would have been a good thing to do. And I really hope that they tie in with something with Fallout 76 and they do a cross promotion. But yeah, come and listen to Tapes from the Waste from more of my Fallout talk. Um, but there, there was some other kind of news thing, and this could have been in the cockle, but I thought we'll move it to a talking point on the podcast. So you've mentioned them already. People Can Fly, a studio behind Bulletstorm and Outriders, they apparently have been handed a Microsoft IP uh, to develop a new game with a modest budget of about $50 million, which, you know, a modest $50 million, uh, in gaming terms. That's not yeah. that much. Uh, the people behind, you know, our beloved Gears of War Judgment, go and listen to our retrospective <laughs> episode for more thoughts on that. Um, Alex, a Microsoft IP, could this be a Gears of War spin-off? Could it be something else? Any thoughts about this or what would you like to see them do? Could he just as easily be Blinks 3 though, right? <laughs> we live in so, hope. You know. Yeah, we live in dream. <laughs> <laughs> what's that What's that plane game that was on original Xbox? Crimson Skies, Crimson, is it? Crimson Skies, yeah. I'd rather it was that <laughs> <laughs> than a spin-off. Crimson Skies is great. Um, the the consensus does seem to think that they're the ones that will be handling the collection, yeah. isn't it? I, that that's potentially yeah. fifty million will probably get you done for that, and yeah. off you go. And it's a Gears IP, and they said it was some kind of action related. They mentioned that I think somewhere in the description of what they're working yeah. on. But who knows when we're going to hear about what that is? Again, maybe we would have heard about it already by now. What have they done? Since Outriders, obviously nothing. No. Certainly not supporting that game. Um, be nice. Yeah, anything Gears related would be lovely. If, I'm just not sure. I think they'd have said it if it was. I'm just surprised. That's going to get the biggest reaction, right? So Yeah, yeah. I, I'm just surprised. That what this made me think about is that there hasn't been more Gears spin-offs. When you think of something like Halo with like Reach and stuff like that. Now, I know we had Gears... And ODST, yeah, yeah. We had Gears Tactics, which is an awesome game. But it just feels like maybe Gears has sort of set itself up for a difficult... It's in a difficult situation where the games, are, the production value is so high-end that to do a spin-off is difficult and potentially going to disappoint anybody. Like, I I would take a Gears spin-off of anything. Like, say, we could take a strategy game. Like, people have often suggested a potential Gears RPG where you play as a stranded mem- a, a stranded and... You could have maybe a first-person Gears or something like that. I mean... Oh, yeah, like base management stuff would work with Stranded. Yeah. That would be good. Yeah, so when I hear stuff like this, I'm like, oh, maybe finally, you know, this is the way to get into the Gears spin-offs because, you know, you don't have to play them. you still got the mainline games if you want. But I will... 
I love to see franchises do different things and I think they you kind of need to I mean to keep you know like we're talking today like there's nothing for Gears of War nothing for another year all right if we're not going to get Gears 6 till 2025 or 2026 fine but if there's all oh, this weird little base building game or something Gears of War yeah give it to me so judgment I mean people can fly in judgment there whatever you think about that who knows and how they handle gears of war but they don't have to go that route they could do something different and i i hope it is i mean i don't think it's going to be halo i mean halo i feel like just reboot the entire thing at this point i mean i don't i'm not sure where that game goes from here beyond adding a battle royale mode and trying to sort of chase the trends that other people are doing i think halo yeah is in a weird, weird place. Make it an extraction shooter. That seems to be the yeah. next big thing um, after Battle Royale. So I really hope this is Gears of War. Um, yeah, David, did you I have... mean, people have been suggesting that 343 are going to get the Halo license taken off them, aren't they? So, <sighs> I mean, it's I, I don't want to be one of these people that says, yeah, get it away from them. I don't, you know, I, I liked, I've said before, Halo Infinite, playing the game and, you know, it feels super tight. It's the gameplay is awesome. Yeah. Like, yeah. So it's it's not. I enjoyed it. I, th- I just had no compunction to ever go back yeah, to it once it, I it's, finished the campaign. It's yeah, just a, a wider issue about post-launch support and stuff like that. So, so they can they're fine making games, but yeah, I don't think this is a Halo franchise. I feel like it is very possible it could be Gears of War. Um, maybe I'm kidding myself, but yeah, David, did you have any more thoughts about this? What do you think about Gears spin-offs and people can fly potentially, or is there another Microsoft IP that you're just desperate to come out of the woodwork and hope that? This I mean, looking cool. at the games people can fly, make even their non-gear stuff is quite gears esque. So, um, yeah, and I want to see what they're going to do. But I, I kind of agree with Alex. If it was going to be gears, why wouldn't they have told us that? So I guess wait and see. Wait and see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, links three. I you heard it. Here but first. you're right in terms of spin-offs. Sorry, yeah. I, that's what I was going to say, and then my mind went blank. You're right, like, the the sort of big numbered Gears game is what you would expect their sort of big budget stuff to, to go into and the stuff that would sort of push forward and look the best and play the best and even, like, advance the story in some meaningful way. But there's, I don't know, maybe I just don't understand game development, but looking at how they used to make Gears of War games, there's no reason why you can't go and, like, make smaller, more yeah. digestible titles yeah. in the meantime while we wait for bigger stuff, whether that's the, the remake or games like Judgment, because... Yeah, there's a space for those games, and it sort of keeps your franchise ticking along. Agreed, agreed. Because as I think we're seeing with a lot of the Microsoft stuff at the moment, letting your letting your big sort of stuff go away for too long is not actually good for the health of the IP necessarily. Yeah, um, yeah, kind of connected to that. So I did do a, another tweet on the Gears Intel Twitter account where I just wanted to see what everybody else was thinking if they had obviously thoughts about what's next and do they think that people can fly are doing something for gears of war and so one of the first suggestions by xgp reviews on twitter said i'd like to see a a map where all the locations are combined and we have large teams changing up to the 5v5 standard to a 15v15 make it feel like a huge war zone now i guess this idea of i've said battle royale already but yeah. Some kind of standalone multiplayer thing is not off the table. I mean, it's what everybody else, you know, Apex has done it and stuff uh, and split off from Titanfall and all this kind of thing. So I actually don't think of all the responses I've seen, this is one of the 
potentially most likely for Gears of War where I've thought for a while they're going to split out the campaign and the multiplayer because as a package people aren't going to buy the game it's going to be on Game Pass you can release things differently games already do that here's the campaign here's the multiplayer this is even a different install a, you know a different thing that you launch so yeah, I don't know, Alex, would you like to see a larger w Battlefield Warzone style, you know, Gears of War mode? Is that something that could be released independently of a mainline game? I'm not sure it would go down well if it was released independently of a mainline game. Mm. I don't think that's going to satiate the hunger for another Gears or a Gears collection to just bring out some sort of maybe like free to play, larger multiplayer thing. Mm -hmm. If it was part of the Gears 6, then yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I like his idea where he's added later on that adding vehicles and anti-vehicle weapons will be quite fun. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. Get it feeling, I guess, more Halo-like in that regard. But um, I need to get back into the multiplayer before I have any real thoughts or excitement yeah. around what they're going to do with it next, to be honest. That's fair. Like, I just don't see... Yeah, I, I, I think I said on this show, I just think the package is going to be completely different. When Gears 6 launches, is it going to mm. be campaign multiplayer horde whatever is so expensive to make these games and now when it's a game pass model i think that does different things well we're seeing it they already did it with halo and this idea of seasons and seasonal content and stuff it's i don't want to say live service but i feel like we could be going that route and separating it out it's already potentially free to play if you count game Pass as free with the other gears uh, gears games but a free to play multiplayer with stuff like this i do think is actually pretty possible um yeah david do you want to see a gears of war battle royale mode does that interest you not overly i would want to know what they're bringing to the table i do think a lot of like the this obviously i keep bashing halo all the time i do like Halo, yeah. but like <laughs> for instance like with the the halo online stuff they've obviously not supported their seasons well enough but i think in addition to that i think they've failed to get across to the the player base is what they are actually bringing that's different from games that are already playing so like if you're talking about copying other more established stuff like fortnite or apex mm or Call of Duty and stuff like that, you're going to have to differentiate yourself yep. in some way. So I would like to see how, I mean, if you're just making Battlefield out of Gears, I'm not sure that's enough to make people leave the games behind that they're already playing to go and play this. So I don't know if it's, it's not necessarily impossible or something that you couldn't do and couldn't do well, but I would need to know what how they're going to move things on and make it different. Yeah, I mean, I don't play... I also, sorry, sorry, I, my brain keeps... No, that's fine. Finding other stuff as well. Um, I also look at like games that are popular just now, and like Battlefields, I think, is struggling. I think having big team stuff that is really difficult to have any sort of sway over the outcome of the match mm. um, isn't big just now. It's more squad, smaller squad-based stuff yeah, where people fair. can have direct input and effect in a game like if you're one of 40 on a map for example you if you have a good game you could still lose yeah and um, whereas the smaller team stuff just now seems to be the way that the market's going but then i've just said don't follow you've got to innovate so what do i know <laughs> hmm. i mean for me personally i don't play any of those games so you know mm. if it if that launched tomorrow i'd be like i'd try it but i know that i would mm. just be disheartened because it's not 
what I enjoy doing for the very reason you've said. It's just exactly yeah, it's too chaotic. Maybe if you squad up with a couple of mates, it makes it. I th- I think playing it alone. You two both play Apex quite a lot, or did? Do you ever play it alone? Mm. Is it what? Is it even enjoyable playing it alone? I never found it enjoyable when David wasn't around. Yeah, he played it alone a lot more than I did. I did, yeah, um, but my my uh, I've not played it this season, and my probably my mental state has vastly improved since I've been taking a break from that. So it's probably for the best to <laughs> leave that game alone for a yeah. little while. Yeah, um, Justin Poo eighty two or Justin Powell. P- people can fly probs working on the remastered collection to bridge the gap till Gear Six is released. Well, yeah, this is what we've suggested. I think that would be, yeah, I think just do yeah. it. Like you know, I I've heard um, very uh conflicting things from you know a lot of through the xbox insiders that i listen to and follow there's people that are saying that the that collection existed for, has existed for ages there's people saying no it only existed as of like this year so it's still early in development but i would like to hope yeah if the, if this is people can fly thing is the collection i'll be more than happy with that i just i just think there's no reason to not do it at this point remakes remasters everything is just it always sells. It always does well. It's an easy win. So yeah, let's do it. Please. I think Alex's chat about the budget is pretty spot on, actually, and one I didn't really think about. It's, it's quite a small budget, yeah. but it would sort of get them there with a the collection. So yeah, hopefully he's right. Yeah, it's a little bit tails between legs, though, isn't it? For people can fly, having gone and often made actual brand new IPs <laughs> to now come back and just be, you know, a, a team just pumping out some remasters of old games that other people made. It's a bit. Uh, so humbling i guess after outriders completely bombed it's so difficult i mean it's difficult to make any impact with new ips across anything and you know we're seeing games Mm. come out and shut down within years you know especially with the live service stuff so yeah it's very very difficult to make anybody commit and to buy into playing new games so why not just stick to the franchises that people know so yeah a gears collection is probably maybe that studio just pivoting away from what they've you know what they've been doing so far just to ground themselves a little bit more and, and build their build their stock back up again because it's obviously going to be quite low after the last the last game that they put out so i know a few people that played outriders quite a lot and they said oh it's very gears it's like a, a bit of gears of war is in there and yeah, they sort of is. had good praise for it but again yeah it's just if it doesn't have that player base and that impact that's just yeah it's just going to die a death um it's- I feel like a broken record, but they they get made out of fun gameplay loop, but just failed to back it up with content that was engaging and made you want to keep coming back to it. Yeah, it's mm. a shame. Um, Ultra MSV on Twitter says, my mood around Gears of War uh, at the moment is mixed because I'm not hyped and constantly waiting for the next Gears project as I would have been many years back. Still love the franchise, devouring a game and book when it's available, but haven't played Gears multiplayer like I used to. Uh, they also say, correct me if I'm wrong, but was there a report about Gears Collection a while back? The Coalition have started it right. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, the, uh, one of the other things, uh, tweets I did after the showcase was had this kind of response was quite similar uh, with lots of people saying, yeah, you know, mixed feelings, it's a shame, but lots of people happy to wait and, you know, we know that other stuff's coming and potentially there could be another book. I don't know, but I, I think lot there are a few people out there that are saying that are really angry you know and they're like oh no the franchise is dead they've screwed it and stuff like that i think that's ridiculous you know it's not dead but i'm kind of quite in line with what ultra is saying here yeah a bit mixed you know with my hype i'm sure i'll come back around uh soon 
Uh, M Warrior says, uh, thinking the next game's either going to be a spin-off or remastered collection. Nonetheless, I'm really excited and cautiously optimistic. To be honest, I just want something Gears related. I do know that our patients will be rewarded. Yes, so this is another thing I've heard from a couple of insiders. Um, one in particular, so Jez Corden from Windows Central has basically said that he's heard nothing but incredible things coming out of the coalition at the moment and that people just need to be patient and that your patience will be rewarded and that some stuff is coming soon. So, yeah, I do think we're potentially going to be blown away eventually when it does come. It's just, it's yeah, we've just got to sit tight. You're probably right. And you're right. There will be a Gears of War game eventually. Yeah. Um, to all those people who are upset, I just want to say that as a as a lifelong Nintendo fan, like I feel you. <laughs> like, I, where yeah. the fuck is Metroid Prime Four? Where's F Zero? Yeah. Like, I could go on. I, I feel you, boys. Like, I can't believe Metroid, my patience is not rewarded. So after Metroid Prime Remastered come out, I thought, oh, well, there we go. Like all the engines there, it's all put together. Like surely Metroid Prime Four is on the way. Like you know, so we had Metroid Dread and then Metroid Prime Remastered this direct maybe finally metroid prime 4 and absolutely nothing so that was uh yeah. another one that was i say as surprised there as i was about gears of war or maybe i wasn't maybe you know maybe that game is dead. i mean nintendo very clearly always say oh it's for games coming out this year yeah. so they lower your expectations beforehand don't they and then anything that surprise drops in it they everyone goes mad yeah like this mario game yeah right let me just have another little look here at some of the feedback we got <laughs> hope they don't make the collection judgment was garbage well okay <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's the, luckily as we said earlier i don't think it's the same people so yeah. probably don't need to worry about that yeah yeah even though it's going to be even worse who knows yeah um it's depressing getting no news for gears of war as this is cheeky breaky on twitter depressing getting no news for gears of war i know five had a very rough rough launch year but it's still my favorite in the series and to hear absolutely nothing about it is disheartening. Like most fans, when they lean into the grim nature of war battle moving forward. Like I like of one to three. Yeah, okay. Um, it's funny. I hear a lot of people say, like five, the the launch year for five. People moan because some of the multiplayer did have issues. And I remember whenever I see this kind of comment, I'm like, it just didn't bother me because I'm not. Although I do play the multiplayer a lot. I'm just not a hardcore, hardcore multiplayer. So when there was these little issues with yeah. the online stuff, it didn't bother me. And I was too busy loving the campaign. So um, Yeah, that's why I yeah. basically just absolutely love it when a campaign yeah. for Gears comes along, chew yeah. through it, and then try and mess with the Horde mode. Yeah, um, yeah it's a co-op game for, for us, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. Yes, but please do come and connect with us on Twitter. As always, we're always trying to find out what people think and get the opinions of the Gears of War community uh, on the show. So yeah, it's a little little disheartening, but I mean, as far as showcase season goes, there's so much to tide us over. I mean, I've said it before, there's too many games. It's, I'm not going to struggle to find games to play before now hmm. and the next Gears of War game. Like, it's just, it's ridiculous. So um, yeah, before we sign off today, I thought, uh, and this wasn't in my notes, sorry, lads, but um, Alex, what would you say is your, what game are you most excited for? Uh, that's come out of showcase season uh, that you want to play? Infinite Wealth. Infinite Wealth, fair. Yakuza, Inf yeah, Like a Dragon, Infinite Wealth. Hands down. 
Shout out to Steve from First Aid Spray. He's a huge Yakuza fan. I think he's on the same page as you there. Like he, uh, what up, Steve? Yeah, he's uh, he's very very excited. Uh, David, what about you? What game are you most hyped for? Most interested for? What's going to tide you over before Bro. the next Gears of War? Probably Alan Wake Two or Baldur's Gate Three. Really into those. Oh yeah. So, um, that's that's soon, isn't it? Yeah, very soon. Yeah. yeah. Um, for me, Who are the ones. For me, it's going to be Starfield. I mean, I'm excited for Alan Wake Two as well. But Starfield, I just think. Um, come and listen to the Starfield Sandwich podcast, where you'll hear me gush about it a bit more. But yeah, I almost couldn't believe what I was seeing with some of that stuff. And uh, I know Bethesda games have their quirkiness and some people don't buy into it. But I think even if sci-fi RPGs aren't your thing, I, I don't know how you can't look at what they showed off and go, wow, okay, this looks like... As long as this runs and works at launch, this is, you know, this is pretty yeah. impressive. So, um, yeah, I cannot it wait for Starfield. Like it's going to take so long to play that game. <laughs> I, just, I look at it and think, my God, that game's going to take ow, like hundreds of hours. They... Uh, it's almost overwhelming before I've even started. Yeah. You know, th- this is the thing. I'm still playing. I still play Fallout 76. I'm still playing the other Fallout games. I go back and I'm doing stuff in those Bethesda games that I've never done. You do play them for years. Skyrim is now one of the biggest selling games of all time. You know, t- how many years later? Like 13 years later, it's sold 60 million copies. 15, isn't it? I think yeah. Maybe, yeah. It's like in the top. It's like the seventh biggest game of all time. And I think Bethesda... Yeah, they have the opportunity there to potentially deliver something that people are going to be playing for years. So, yeah, it's mm. going to keep me busy until the next Gears of War or the movie arrives or whatever. But whatever comes next, um, we'll be covering it, covering it here on the podcast. There will be more Gears of War stuff to talk about. We're going to have games to cover and books and comics and everything like that. There's loads of things to cover. So, yeah, we're still feels like we're just getting started. There's going to be more stuff coming this year. So... Please do subscribe to the podcast. Oh, wait, I'm going to use my end line, which I'm going to try and... um, This needs to become a staple now. It's the one you invented, David. Um, As a wise man once said, if you like what you heard today, and (laughs) even if you didn't, please do consider subscribing to the podcast uh, or on the YouTube channel um, and giving the video a like. Also consider leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts or a rating on Spotify. Come and join the conversation on Twitter at gears underscore intel. David is at uh, David Smiley one. Alex is at Super Thrillix, and I am at K underscore D underscore B underscore. We'll be back again for another episode soon. Until then, remember the fallen.